0: With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. This past October 11th, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department took a report of damage to a tractor that was parked in a field in the 800 block of 30th Street in rural Alden. The tractor was damaged by sand poured into the engine dipstick. The 2020 John Deere tractor had more than $66,000 in cost to replace the engine. Friday, the Franklin County Sheriff's Department arrested 29-year-old Seth D. Peterson of Rural Alden, charged him with first-degree criminal mischief, a Class C felony, for his alleged involvement in the damage to the tractor. A search warrant was also executed at Peterson's property at 261 Heather Avenue. Further criminal charges are pending following items recovered in the search of his property northeast of Alden. Peterson posted bond on his felony charge and was released. The latest economic survey of supply managers in Iowa and eight other Midwestern states shows the business barometer falling to its worst January level in 15 years. Creighton University economist Ernie Goss says a monthly report ranks the region's economy on a 0 to 100 scale and he says fears about recession are
1: growing. The overall reading was down from 47.1 last month, December, to 47 this month. Obviously, neither of those readings are good. They're both below growth neutral. And it's the lowest January recording that we've had since uh, since 2008. So it was not a good month.
0: The survey's Individual Business Conditions Index for Iowa dropped to 47 in January, down from December's 47.8. Respondents in the nine states were asked to name and rank what they see as a top threats to their business and to the economy in
1: the coming months. Supply chain disruptions were number one, higher input prices number two, and recession number three. So what was surprising is finding and hiring qualified workers. Labor shortages was not in the top six, so that was a a, a surprise to me.
0: The survey points to slow, no or negative growth in the months ahead, Goss says likely through the Second quarter, looking ahead six months, the survey's confidence index, which gauges economic optimism on a zero to 100 scale, rose from 23 in December to 25
1: in January, which is still very weak. Almost 26% reported workforce reductions. So instead of gaining, we're reducing work, the work size of the workforce. The overall region, when we look at compared to pre COVID levels, we're almost even. In other words, we're down about 6,800 workers in the entire nine-state region from February of 2020.
0: Only four of the nine states have rebounded to higher employment levels since the start of the pandemic, Arkansas, Missouri, Nebraska, and South Dakota. Franklin County Board of Supervisors yesterday set February 21st at 9.30 a.m. as the date and time to hold a public hearing on the county's proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. In other business, the Franklin Supervisors set the second and third public hearings and readings of the county's proposed commercial wind energy conversion system ordinance for February 27th and March 6th. Both of the public hearings will be held beginning at 1 p.m. at the Franklin County Law Enforcement Center. In recognition of Healthy Heart Month, Hanson Family Hospital in Iowa Falls will be hosting three community blood work screening events this month. The first will be available on February 14th from 630 to 8 AM at the Ackley Medical Center. The second will be at the hospital on February 15th from 630 to 8 AM. And the last one will take place at the NESCO Family Medical Clinic in Zering on February 16th from 7 to 830 A.M. All events will provide a variety of tests and screenings. For a small charge, while blood pressure screenings will be free, fasting is required for 12 hours prior to the screening, and please bring a list of medications you are currently taking. No pre-registration will be required. Last night, the Hampton City Council held a workshop meeting, received a presentation from Eric Merritt from Merritt Computer about audio, visual, and streaming equipment for the council chambers. The Hampton Council agreed to proceed with both YouTube and Zoom streaming for future meetings, while Merritt will update equipment plans and pricing for the council to review. As egg prices bound, backyard chicken flocks are gaining in popularity, but the practice of chicken keeping demands plenty of planning and patience before it pays off. Krista Hartsook, the Small Farms Program Coordinator for Iowa State University Extension and Outreach, says the amount of money you have to invest to get started depends on how large an operation you want to launch.
2: Your basic costs are going to be in a little bit of equipment. You're going to need specific waterers and feeders for baby chicks. You're going to need a specific area to keep them in that you can keep them nice and enclosed. Definitely very warm while they are in that early stage of life. Your biggest costs are going to be in the chick itself and in the feed.
0: Most chicks range from $3 to $6 each, but before you start counting your chickens, Hartsook says you'll need to make sure you can legally keep the birds in the backyard. I
2: always recommend that folks check with their community first and foremost so that they can determine what particular regulations are guiding their community. It may be in terms of the overall number. uh, A community may not allow roosters. You know, you may have property setback limits. So definitely check and read your community ordinances.
0: There are all sorts of breeds from which to choose, and you also need to decide if you want chickens for eggs or for meat. Plus, if you're going to be raising them in Iowa, certain heavier breeds are better able to withstand the state's frigid winters. Hartsook says she's getting a lot of calls lately about backyard chickens as spring will arrive March 20th.
2: People are just very concerned about the rising costs. And we use eggs a lot in our daily diets. Another great thing about chickens is it's a relatively easy enterprise to get started with. It doesn't cost a whole lot. Then it's a great way for folks to kind of make that connection back to their own food source and then maybe even provide some responsibility for kids.
0: For the same reasons egg prices are inflated, supply chain issues are pushing up the cost of chicken feed and the cost of chicks, too
2: chicks are a little higher because we are seeing a lot of interest in getting started with backyard chickens. So you're definitely not going to get chicks tomorrow and then see eggs the next week. You're not going to see any kind of return really on chicks until I would say fall. You know it's five to five and a half months before a chick is mature enough to have egg production.
0: If you're considering starting a backyard flock there's a free online course through ISU Extension. The North Central Iowa Research Association, in partnership with Iowa State University Extension and Outreach, will host its annual meeting on Thursday, March 9th at the Red Shed Events Center in Clarion. The annual meeting will feature an update on farm activities along with presentations from guest speakers on topics including the growing season outlook and soil nitrogen supply. There's no cost to attend the meeting and is open to the public. Participants are encouraged to pre-register by March 3rd by calling 641 641- Again, 641-762-3247. The North Central Iowa Research Association annual meeting March 9th from 9 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. in Clarion. Fundraising efforts continue in the West Fork School District to make improvements on the elementary school campus in Rockwell Ashley Flatabow is the West Fork Elementary School principal.
2: Build a new playground for our elementary students. Here in Rockwell, we serve students that are as young as three-year-old all the way through fifth grade. Our current playground has been here for over 20 years, and some of our pieces are starting to rust. Some of it is starting to break apart. And while we're still able to use it, we're hoping to be able to replace it. Safety reasons as well as adding a preschool age-appropriate equipment. Now that we have all of our preschools in Rockwell, we also need to provide playground equipment that is age-appropriate for them. We also want to add a safe surface so that our playground is accessible for all students, as well as a walking track that would be an option for physical activity for students
0: as well. Flatabo says they are hoping to get the new equipment ordered by the end of the current school year. About $140,000 has been raised towards a goal of over $400,000. For more information or to donate, you can contact Flatabow, 641 822 3234, again, 822-3234. On-the-go Media Incorporated has received a grant from the Federal Communications Commission of the application for consent to the assignment of the radio transmission licenses currently held by CD Broadcasting Incorporated for KLMJ-FM and KQCR-FM. Sean Dietz, the owner-president of On-the-go Media Incorporated, and Craig Donnelly, owner of CD Broadcasting Incorporated, now have permission from the commission to finalize closing of the sale of the station's licensed to operate in Hampton and Parkersburg, respectively. Closing is scheduled for Tuesday, February the 28th. And today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is Israel Rodriguez, whose family recently opened the El Arca restaurant just north of Hampton along Highway 65 at the same location where the Gold Key restaurant used to operate. The Radio on the Go Newsmaker program. Here's weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ, following the news, weather, and obituaries with archive programs available under the news tab at radioonthego.com. For Radio on the go news, Brian Fiature reporting.